Master Fixer with Linda Davies Car. No judgment, no drama, just straight talking strategy. started at Brownies. It started at Brownies at a very early age and continued through school. I was always the fixer. I was the one that got stuff done. If there was ever ever something that needed organising, a little girl's disco, we'd put rose petals in water in jam jars, put them in a, a wheelbarrow and wheel them around the, the town and all the roads to raise some money for whatever charity you were raising for. That's the stuff I did. I was the one that always got people galvanised into action. I had so many badges. Um, I'm not really competitive. Helping is something that drives me a lot. So helping others achieve success or what they wanted to was always really important. So the fact that I had an armful of badges was lovely, but the fact that all my mates had arms full of badges was amazing. You have naturally got the skill then, Linda, to not only see where there's a problem, but identify a solution and then energise and galvanise all the others around you to go ahead and do something about it, take action about it. Taking action is what it's about. So a lot of people think a good game, but it will only work if you take it into action. And how does this translate when you go to then help small businesses? I work mainly with women. I work really well with startups um, or people probably in their first two years of operation. What they're doing, they're often overwhelmed. They've got a list of things they need to get done. They know what they know. They're clever people. They know what they need to be doing, but something's stopping them. Um, Maybe it's their procrastination. They're paralyzed and they can't move forward and sometimes you know you talk to them and they you can see the stress in their eyes in their face they've got so much stuff going on in their head they just can't make any sense of the fog so what I do is I spend a lot of time getting to know them what drives them what's important to them what the family structure is what the support mechanisms are what they want out of their business what's achievable and what's absolutely not achievable and help them translate the fog and the overwhelm in their head into an actionable plan. You're not someone who's backwards and coming forwards. No, I'm definitely not. I am a straight talker. Shoot from the hip, tell it as it is. And does that method work for everyone? Absolutely not. I understand it much better now. Um, I think when I was younger, I used to get told, oh, you're too abrupt, Linda. Mm, I don't think I am. I'm just a straight talker. My dad's a Yorkshireman. He's a straight talker. So I grew up with those kind of skills. But I like people to know where they are. I like to know where I am. When I was working financial services, often I was the only board member with a load of guys. And I liked that energy because usually you, what you saw was what you got. So I got good at operating and working like that. And I think it's better to be transparent. I really, really don't like it when people, you have a conversation, you think you know where you are, they go away and they talk about it behind your back and you, it all gets confused. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like politics in organisations. drives me bonkers. So for you, one of the things that you particularly enjoy about working with the smaller businesses is that you're there, you're cutting straight to the heart and uh, you can really make noticeable differences instantly. Yeah, you can make huge differences really, really quickly by just being a fresh set of eyes who's willing to say what they see. Can you tell me about a recent case study and someone you've recently worked with? So I've always been a fixer. But what happened last summer, I'd started networking with a, with a great networking group all Come Network With Me with Sarah Cook. She's the owner of Come Network With Me. And I liked it. It felt very supportive nurturing and I was it was the right time for me to get back into networking and um she has a very active Facebook group which I really enjoyed Sarah was posting some stuff about the fact that she'd sold out on her monthly come networking with me lunches and networking until Christmas and she posted it in August and I like her I'm a central message and I said please don't think I'm being rude or or be offended but 
Um, I think your business model's flawed. It's August and yet you're sold out till Christmas. You've got nothing to sell. And she responded and she said, no, I'm not offended because she's very open. I'm not offended. Let's have a coffee. I was very relaxed about it. I turned up in my wellies. I stomped across the downs. I had the dog with me. Linda came to come network with me one day and afterwards she said to me, you know what, Sarah, this is great, but I can make it even better. And Linda always talks about a noble SHIT approach. (laughs) (laughs) And so I knew that that's how it was going to be. So I was like, yeah, that'd be nice. So we met for coffee one day. Um, I think it was pouring with rain. She brought her dog with her and um, it was kind of a little bit chaotic, but brilliant. She gave me some amazing new strategic approaches for how I could take Come Network with me. Things I've kind of been sort of tinkering with but not had the confidence to really take on my own. Made it seem like it was actually possible I could really do it. Can you remember any of the particular ideas or suggestions that she said? Is there anything in specific that still stands out in your mind to this day? Yeah, so the expert series which was something that I'd been sort of toying with but I hadn't got a word I hadn't got a phrase I wasn't quite sure how it would run I didn't want to do something that people were already doing so I wanted to be different so Linda came up with a name and together we came up with the structure of combining that with the idea of the lunch but with an intensive session from an expert um, and now it's be- it was so popular it's now been turned into a monthly one from being quarterly so I have to thank Linda for that because it was just yeah it was, it was from that discussion that that was born and on a personal note Sarah how do you manage that going from something that was meant to be quarterly to you know effectively doubling your workload has that was Linda able to offer you some su- suggestions there as well <laughs> oh Linda's always offering me suggestions I'm always messaging her and saying what about this what about this and one of the things or two things that she says to me which really help do what you do best and outsource the rest that's one of Linda's um, famous phrases and then also I have Linda as a little voice in my head saying to me Sarah go bigger go bigger she's been there from the beginning she's helped me fundamentally with big stuff you know she literally is a big stuff kind of person it's it's big things that can happen with her she's in it good whether she likes it or not (laughs) now the master fixer yeah although it's always been you it's sort of only recently been born as a brand shall we say why now why why has it popped up now why have you decided to make this your next thing well, one of the things I'd recommended to Sarah was that she create another event, a quarterly event. And I said, what about the uh, expert series? And I came up with the expert series, which she loved. And she said, will you be my first expert? And um, I wrote the slides and I came back and I delivered it on the first day. The feedback I got was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. So the Master Fixer was born on the 1st of November 2016. It kind of just happened. And I do believe stuff happened for a reason. And since then, have you taken on many more clients? How do clients work when they work with you? So I set a loose goal, because I think everybody should have goals, that I would like 10 monthly one-to-one clients in Bristol that I would see every month. And I'd like that by the end of 2017. And I thought, that's kind of, that's a stretch goal. On the day, on the 1st of November, three people signed up immediately, because I'd offered, obviously, a great offer. um, And they could see how I worked for 60 minutes. So they knew they were getting straight talking. They knew they were getting, not bullshit, but direct feedback and they signed up straight away and then what happened was people started saying really nice stuff by week 12 I had 11 clients that I see every month which is phenomenal you know and some will stop and some will 
come in but I've got 11 clients in in 12 weeks and I I only expected to have 10 which is phenomenal you know my style's not going to suit everybody but the women that I'm working with at the moment and the guy that I met yesterday and I think I might be working with say it's working for them they're making progress they're making more money they're getting more clients making more money and one even said she's sleeping better at night so it's not all about making more money for you it is about achieving goals Yeah, I mean, most people, if you ask them, why did you start a business? Most people have a loose reason about wanting to balance, especially women, balance around the children. And that's great, but it's about understanding the boundaries. One of my old mentors said, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it's up there with oxygen. (laughs) I'm not sure I'd necessarily agree with that. But, you know, money gives you choices. And I think it's not people that want more money, they want more choice in their life. And as a woman who, in particular, raised her girls up as a single mum, her own, during the 90s, mm-hmm. that must be goals that you can particularly identify with. Yeah. I made a decision to split up with the girl's father because I was miserable and so was he. <laughs> and I couldn't bear the thought of a 15, 20 years like that. And I, I felt guilty every single day about forcing that split because I was miserable. And he was too. And I didn't want my children growing up in, a, in an unhappy household So I was driven to provide for my girls and that's what drove me to achieve what I achieved. And do you still have a coach or a business mentor or someone that you bounce back to every day? Do you practice what you preach? I do believe you should practice what you preach. So I always had a business coach and I had some phenomenally successful big roles in corporate and I always had a business coach and a mentor. They're usually provided by the company and then sometimes when I left, if I really enjoyed the relationship, I would continue to pay for it myself and it was a lot of money in those days. But since I've been self-employed and back in mainly back in Bristol and I've engaged with a coach in Bristol for about the last six years so I see her and they're in Bristol because I like the one-to-one contact but I also engage in the middle of last year with someone who helps me specifically about selling online through Facebook so I have two coaches that I engage with at the moment and I think you have to practice what you preach but if you want to grow your business and grow your mind and grow your confidence you have to invest in you And by investing in you, you're investing in your business. So to ask you a question that I think you probably ask your small business owners, what are your goals, Linda? I was um, a single mum for a really long time and I met my Mr Wonderful in my early to mid 40s. um, And I feel grateful every day that I met this wonderful man who came into our lives. And it took me a long time to find my Mr Wonderful. So I'd like to retire my Mr Wonderful and spend a little bit of time with him. So Master Fixer can get as big or as little as I want it to get. Um, I want to be able to support my girls because buying property is a nightmare for them. And they're set, coming up for 18 this month and 21 in April. You know, buying property for them is going to be hard. So I want to be able to support them going forward. And what do people get when they work with you, Linda? Is it a weekly phone call? Are you a flea in their ear? Are you a, a motherly figure? What is it they get? What is the Linda Davies car experience? I think it's about very much about how they want to operate. On my monthly coaching, I offer kind of three options. One would be a let's have an hour together face-to-face and, and a mid-month check-in. Um, and then the next one would be an hour together and then um, a mid-month call. And then the other one would be let's have an hour together every month and let's have a weekly call. So do people have to be based in Bristol if they want to work with you? Can they work remotely? 
oh goodness no I work with people all over the world um, and I'm working with a great client in London at the moment and we just have a monthly check-in we have a monthly call and we use phone Skype Zoom whatever technology works for you I think one day we use WhatsApp we have a structure and, um, and a rough agenda and I have a list of actions that we committed to the previous month um, and we just work through those and we talk about her issues her plans her aspirations and it's about keeping her accountable that's what she that's what she wants that's what she needs my name's Fran Reed, and I have my own uh, medical secretarial business. I'm self-employed and I run a business from home. Well, I've known Linda for a gazillion years. Mm. I was setting up this business. I always ring her for advice and then we decided to make it sort of a more permanent professional side of our friendship. A monthly Skype call with her and I tell her my issues or she tells me my issues, mm. more to the point. And we go through what I should be doing and she's just got this innate quality of just knowing what to do and she just nails it she just gets it right and just says right Fran this is what you need to do and I sort of have to write down these bullet points and then we go over it and then I sort of implement them and then we follow up and she'll say right have you done and I'll say yes or no and she'll say are you procrastinating and I say yes (laughs) and she just sets me on the right track but with a really lovely way so it's never patronizing it's always in a very helpful this is what you need to do to progress and help your business grow and this is how you need to deal with these people and that's what she's just brilliant at she just always gets it and for you what sets Linda apart from working with other business coaches she's very honest but she makes everything not quite so serious so she'll add a bit of fun into it so it's not like you're going to an employer or someone it she makes it happen in a very easy manner and will laugh about it and she sort of understands working in business I suppose for so many years she understands the different types of people that you come across and I deal with lots of doctors and surgeons and you know they're great but they're quite tricky to deal with sometimes but she'll always come up with some kind of way of, of approaching a particular problem. Do you almost feel as though you're accountable when it comes to working with Linda? Yes. <laughs> You've got grown-up girls now, and although they've left home, or one of them's left home, and you don't have the same sort of um, demands of small children, you still very much have to respond to that emergency mum call. How do you do that? Um, how do you meet their needs? Are you able to use the master fixer skills within you to, to help them with their adult problems that they might face? Isn't that, that's a really great question. And I'll tell you why. Because I, um, in lots of different businesses that I've had and done over the years, I do lots of coaching calls or support calls. And the girls have obviously listened to things that I've said in the past. And the funniest thing that I think is they've both gone to an all-girls school. And girls can be really horrid to each other sometimes. And my youngest has a, has a cohort, has a group of, of girlfriends, and they're really close. There's about five or six of them. And, you know, they're always falling out. And I hear her saying things to them that I say, some of the people that I'm helping. I said once to the girls, as soon as you raise your voice, you've lost the argument. I'm not, going to, I'm not willing to have a conversation with you over Messenger. This is something we should discuss face-to-face with grown-ups. And I find my little people talking like this... And it's just phenomenal. So master fixer skills, yeah, absolutely. I have the pleasure of being able to support my girls. So I've been privileged to have been around more for them when they need to talk about their day. And now having one at university and one still at home, 
it's just a balancing act but just in a different way and lots of the coping mechanisms and the tips and stuff like that that I talk to people about I share with my girls as well finally what's your philosophy for life or your one piece of advice that you would give to small business owners I stand by the mantra do the stuff that you love do the stuff that you do best and outsource the rest if people want to work with you Linda what can they do and how do they go about it give me a call telephone numbers on the website check out the Facebook page give me a call let's have a coffee or a virtual coffee by Skype and let's just see whether I can help you and whether or not there's a fit there I offer everybody a free hour on the phone or coffee um, just to see whether or not I think I can help you to give you some traction to get you on the move and get you moved past where you are at the moment if you liked what you heard book your free business strategy call with Linda today Linda Davis Carr The Master Fixer Oh, 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 oh